Welcome to Money with Alpha, where I share simple tips for how to make, save and invest money while also connecting your values with your lifestyle so you can achieve the life you really want. You will also hear interviews from real people as they share the ups and downs of their money journey. After all, we are all on a journey and what better way to learn about money than to hear what hasn't and has worked. Hi, and welcome to this latest episode of Money with Alpha, where I will talk about the secret to money success. Now, the title for this episode is pretty tongue-in-cheek. There are no secrets or or magic pills when it comes to being a success with money. And after all, what does being a success even mean? Success is measured by you achieving something that you want to achieve or attaining or getting somewhere. But what, where is it that you're going and what is it that you want? It's, it's all very linked. I don't know if you've listened to any of my other episodes. It's all, all linked to understanding what your values are, what it is that you value most in life. And that leads you to what kind of lifestyle that you actually want. And then when you know what that is, when you get there, that's where the success comes in. But it doesn't mean that that's where it ends either. So it's, it's not even quite that straightforward because unless we're sort of striving or aiming or at least have something in mind for our lives, they can tend to feel quite empty and sometimes even meaningless. So the idea of success is sort of like a constant journey really and it's, it's more having something to strive for and achieving that and then knowing what you want next and, and, and sometimes the next might just be, I just want to chill out on a beach for six months and that's great too. But unless you know what it is, then how do you know you've reached it and the success that follows? So it's, like it's, it's, a, it's a, bit of a bit of a circular concept. But there are all sorts of attention-grabbing headlines out there and promises of quick and easy riches if you follow a special formula which has worked, of course, for the person who's trying to sell it to you. But in reality, the most singular thing and important thing that you can do when it comes to money is to take action and to take that action consistently and regularly. Nothing fancy about that. and There's nothing even new in that. So it's, it's taking it back to basics and keeping it simple. Now, what sparked this topic for today's episode was reading a section of Mark Manson's book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a... Um, he wrote about what motivates us as human beings. And traditionally, it's been thought to be you are firstly inspired, then you are motivated, and then finally the action that you take kicks into gear that is aligned with that inspired motivation. But the issue with this order of things is that you spend time looking for or waiting for inspiration. But what if it never comes? Or you don't recognize it as inspiration? Do you even know what inspires you? I don't know about you, but different things inspire me at different times and phases in my life, let alone the day of the week even. And it depends where I am physically at the moment, how I am feeling emotionally, how well rested I feel, and what I've been reading or doing on that particular day, whether or not I've read the news and I'm in a bad mood as a result. So inspiration, and it can also come from the most unlikely places. And in my experience, the harder you look for something, the less likely you are to find it. But why is that? 
because you have a preconceived idea of what you think you're looking for. And if what comes your way is slightly different, you might discard it without realizing it because you don't recognize it as that preconceived idea. So searching and and hunting and, and wanting and desiring a certain thing is only going to make you feel empty because you may never actually get there because you're missing out on all sorts of other inspired opportunities along the way. I know that's definitely been true for my life. Lots of twists and turns and things that I have not anticipated. And when I let go of a lot of the things I thought I wanted, it actually made me a lot happier and it took the pressure off. And then I could find unusual or perhaps different opportunities that have led me to where I am today. So I'm, I'm a firm believer in, in, in not clinging too hard to, to a particular idea. You need to have a, a general idea of where you're going, but not something that's so rigid that you can't flex away from it or vary it in some way. It's like a writer sitting at home with a blank page or screen in front of them, waiting to be inspired about what to write. Now, I've done some training on writing in in, in the past, and one of the first things I learned was write about what you know. So it's very difficult to know something when you are doing nothing. If I'm feeling a little stuck about writing, I generally go outside, usually somewhere either in nature or by the seaside, and I observe my surroundings. And it's amazing what you find to inspire you. It might not necessarily even be directly related to what you're looking at, but it might spark a connection that's somewhere buried in the the complex crevices of our amazing minds and brains that that actually then stimulates that inspiration. So it's, it's not quite as simple as be inspired and everything else shall follow. (laughs) And you might be asking yourself right now, but I want to know the secret to money success. I don't want to be a writer. Now life is full of parallels. And money can also be a bit of a dry topic, even though it's something that most people think about multiple times every day. So I like to make analogies with other areas of life that might be a little bit more relatable. So if finding inspiration is so difficult, what is the alternative? Do you look for motivation and then hope that inspiration follows? That is another circle that turns into a treadmill or a mouse wheel. Round and round you go. And off, yeah, round and round, and it, it, it's very difficult to get off that, that treadmill of inspiration, motivation, inspiration, but I'm not feeling inspired, and I need to go find something to motivate me. Oh, but I can't find any motivation, so I need to go find something to inspire me. You see what I mean? It just keeps on going. So this is also then where I really liked and related to what Mark Manson wrote in his book. He says, where you lack inspiration and or motivation, just do something. Taking action is the best way to create momentum. And when it comes to money, momentum leads to compounding, which is exactly what you want. The compounding effect of money, building on money, building on money over time. So putting aside even $50 a month with, let's just be super conservative, say 1% return over 10 years will give you (laughs) $6,308.60. Um, Now, if you'd done nothing, you wouldn't have had that money at all. So see, it's better to do something rather than nothing, even if it seems insignificant at the time. Now, let's look at what putting $100 per month aside, and let's now assume a 4% return, which is still a pretty conservative investment return, 
over 10 years. So this is average over 10 years. Now that would turn into $14,726.47. See, again, doing something is definitely better than doing nothing. So this essentially is step one. Take action. Do something. Just to get you started, you can do anything, even if it's just to open a micro-investing account or to open a high-interest bank account. I'm being facetious there because at the moment there's not a lot of that around, but it's still better than nothing. And then automate the deposits that go into the, those accounts on a monthly basis so that you're not tempted to, to just not get around to it. You know, it's there, it happens automatically, and you don't really have to think about it and time it if you can, just as you get paid. So that money's already gone. So it's like it's not even there. So once you get a taste for what this money success step could feel like, it's time to now dial up the action. And by now, hopefully some motivation and inspiration are kicking in, which leads me to step two, which is to harness the inspiration and figure out what it is that you are saving towards or investing for. Now, this really depends on what stage of life you're in. Are you saving for a house deposit or a new car or for some study or a holiday or retirement? One thing I will say is that it is important to have something to strive towards with your money. Otherwise, it's very easy for money to slip through your fingers and you get used to spending more than you do for saving or investing. Now, I speak from experience here. A few years ago, my husband and I paid off our home. And the next big outlay was going to be for a new car. My car was quite old at, by then, so it was inevitable we'd need a new one. So I focused on saving for the new car that would be needed. So the money that I used to put aside for the mortgage went towards now building up the coffers for a car. And at the beginning of this year, we actually needed that new car. So the car fund was there to pay for the car. After that, though, I needed to create a new focus as I was used to putting this money aside. But what was I doing it for now? I kind of lost my, my saving funk in a way. And so it was a bit, you know, and, and I didn't want any extras of money that were left over to just kind of be squandered. And that's after a month or two when I started to notice was happening. So time has a funny habit of just passing. And before you know it, the things you've been meaning to do just don't happen. So in my case, it was just kind of like, oh, wow, I need to do something. So I, I made a plan and now I'm actually saving for a holiday <laughs> now that we can actually travel a bit more freely. So what I say to you is take action today. Do something to get you closer to where you want to go. It doesn't matter how small that step is. I'm going to give you one more analogy. I promise. No more analogies after this one. Now, I love puzzles. And recently, I opened up a thousand-piece puzzle that my mother had given me for Christmas. It's of Santorini in the Greek islands, which is beautiful and idyllic. I'd love to travel there. But there's a lot of white and blue, <laughs> so lots of areas of the puzzle look the same. So I'd, I'd pulled it out, and I'd been staring at this puzzle box for about a week. And then I decided one night to just crack it open and start. I you know, do something to start. And little by little, before I knew it, the border was done and then half the sky. And now I'll keep plugging away until the rest of the sky is done. And then little by little, I'll find commonality in the puzzle and I'll, I'll get the whole thing done because that's what I've always done. And it does happen that way. But as I was doing this puzzle, it kind of occurred to me. I thought, 
this is a little bit like money. If you don't do anything, it just stays there in the box, undone. And then the purpose of buying the puzzle is kind of null and void. Yeah, put it together. But the thing that was putting me off was the idea that I was going to have so many white pieces to try and figure out where they went and so many blue. But when you actually look at it, there are nuances, just like in life. And there's always little things that we can do. And we know what they are. We sometimes just need a little kick up the pants to do it or some additional motivation. But that only comes after we've done something first. So the important thing is to not let the magnitude or what you perceive to be the magnitude of a problem keep you frozen. Take one step and then another and then another. And before you know it, you'll be on your way and you can automate these things after over time. And then that leaves you free to focus on other things in life, like enjoying life. So go for it. Take action.